live, everybody, but we're also on tape. We are deep down in the bowels of Lee's music. Chris Foles, Greg the Engineer, Magic Mike and Bill at the controls. Huge show today. Yep. 64, anything on that? Oh, 64, come on. That's the first year the Lions won the Great Cup, 1964. <laughs> they, they were in Toronto and they beat Hamilton 32-24. And it was payback for the year before when Hamilton beat BC in 63 at Empire Stadium and Angela Mosca, cheap bastard. And you hate the Eskimos. Uh, he took out Willie Fleming and then uh, Angela Mosca has been enemy number one. Do you remember in 2011 when uh, Joe Cap yes, took down Angela Mosca for all us BC fans? I love that guy. It was kind of embarrassing. No, it was embarrassing. Uh, it was great. Okay. Anyway, so this is, yeah, 64 Lions. Great, great show today. Huge show today. We have the mayor-elect Reed Hamer Jackson coming on unless his uh, shop has burned down this morning. There's a fire. We don't know what's going on. A car. A car. One of his car? cars was vandalized badly and we don't know why. It was one of his cars. Yeah, it was a car on his lot. Okay. From what I understand, I don't know, I'm hearing rumors, but apparently one of his cars was burnt on the, one of the ends and uh, battered with some kind of uh, implement. Okay, well, he's yeah. going to come on. Hopefully we'll ask him about that. We'll yeah. also ask him about uh, the incoming superintendent, Kamloops RCMP, Jeff Pelly, who yes. we'll have on the show as well. Yes, yeah, he's going to be, he starts his uh, He starts his job, I think, November 1st. Just Reed starts his uh, job as mayor uh, November 1st, and they'll work together and trying to make the community better. This is our first show since the election, so yes. just your general thoughts on what happened? Well, it's pretty interesting. I think there's three main main stories there. First was Reed Hamer Jackson winning uh, when a lot of people didn't think he'd win. I think last week on the show I predicted he'd finish second. I thought Dieter would win. It was flipped. Um, and uh, he resonated with a lot of people, right? A lot of people, the angry vote I call them, but people just wanted uh, were tired of the status quo. He wins. Um, he, I think he also benefited from a split among the three councillors. And I think a, a populist draw. I heard him on NL last yeah, night. Yeah, very populist and draw. And he yeah. said he had a few drinks on his way up. People were buying him drinks. Yeah. He admitted he was kind of slurring his yeah. words, take a couple shots at council while he was on the yeah. air. Yeah. That appeals to some people. It does. I mean, he's. He, 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 I think he's he, he, people who like the everyman, who like the, yeah. the, the, the guy who's like, he doesn't wear a suit. He says says it like it is. They like that. And that, and that's very appealing during the campaign. But when you get into politics, he'll he'll. Quit learn you have to get a little more polished I think to to uh, converse with the people who are gonna help you make changes yeah the team members and we're gonna ask yeah. them about that yeah. how does that uh, how the comments yeah. like that rub the, his team members and is that uh, good for creating a team atmosphere so we'll ask him about two that, other things from the election real quick uh, that I think the big story is Reed Hamer Jackson I think but he, maybe the bigger story is a historic low turnout 21 29.01%, the lowest uh, this century, which is weird because everyone thought it'd be really higher. And I think the third real big uh, story is the ascent of Katie Newstater, first time candidate, and she tops the polls as very rare and uh, good for her. The voter turnout, though, was somewhat on par with most of the rest of the province, right? Uh, yeah, it's about it's a little lower. I think it was 33%, 33.1% across the province. Um, so it's, it's right within that area, but it's the lowest we've ever had. And it was weird because it's probably... Uh, the most interesting mayor's race we've ever had. And people thought, and with all the issues happening, people thought there would be way more turnout. No one knows why. It felt like people were engaged it too. Did. Just yeah. talking to people, our jobs were kind of in the middle of it here. People watching our show yep. and talking about it, people talking about it on the radio and just didn't. Didn't the people, I guess, you know, Saturday, you got a golfing, you got college football, you got to take a nap, you got yard work. There you go. Mike. Yeah. Election, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. My. Um my neighbor, just to, as a point that's kind of interesting, who is a self-professed uh, redneck. He's got an engine block hanging from his tree just because he thought it would be a cool flower planter. Um, as I was driving home, he stopped me and he says, Hey, you voting for the hammer? <laughs> and I went, I'm voting today. I didn't tell him who I was voting for. But 
you know, like it's um, it's really interesting. So. Uh, yeah. Have we asked him about the hammer? Does he want to be called the hammer? Well, you'd have to add an M to his name. I'm not sure if we can afford that. But anyway, yes. I just saw Jessica's story today. It said that people call him Reader. Reader. Yeah, that's his nickname for people who know him. Yeah. And our headline, I think, was his Hammer Time. It's hammer because, Time. Um, yeah, Hammer, Hammer. Um, yeah, he, that, it'll be all sorts of uh, nicknames, yeah. Well, I do want to thank all of our viewers. The last week, Cleek, some good uptick on our show, subscribers uh, on YouTube. And, uh, Mike, I know that you, Chris, and I, we celebrated the election, didn't we? Just just people voting got us excited. So what yeah. did we do together? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because Kamloops is, is known for its lovely walking trails and, and mountain bike trails and that kind of stuff. Um, and as it was early morning, as we do so many mornings, we went for a, uh, a walk up uh, Peterson Creek. Oh, Peterson right. Creek. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's when we saw the, uh, weirdly, uh, there was a bunch of election signs way up in the bush there. We wondered why would... Why would they put the election signs way up into the bushes here? But then we noticed. We saw it around the corner. <laughs> what did we notice? Well, I saw, mysteriously, a lot of things were planted. Yeah. A lot of different types of vegetables were planted. Yeah. And actually, I, f I saw a few coffee cups were discarded there, yeah, too. Yeah. So we made sure that we grabbed the coffee cups. And they were all, of course, McDonald's coffee cups because... Why wouldn't they be? And the plant and, and, and all that produce, we realized what was it? It was who who it's it, it, somebody grew giant pumpkins. Right. And, and, and you know, and it reminded me of the story that my uncle and I had a giant pumpkin growing contest and he supplied the seeds, but I had little baby squashes that he actually gave me and I didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so but these crazy. but these big pumpkins that we found in Peterson Creek, I touched them and they just started falling apart and they were mushy and they were gushy. Not like the ones that you can find at the new leaf produce market, which are on sale right now leading up to Halloween. That's right. That's right. What else did you see? Peterson Creek, I think, was a uh, home of a, a, um, some murders that were unsolved, were they not? No, no, no. It was, it was a scene of, uh, of, uh, of three, uh, three officers who were unfortunately killed in 1962 um, by the, um, by a, a, a nutcase from uh, Nutsford, came into town, got mad, and, uh, and they had a shootout there, yeah. Okay, well, I'm not sure how that's going to relate into to this, this story right now. <laughs> But, <laughs> well, uh, you know, well, the craziest thing is we woke up together because we were at Gord's sleeping. Ah, it, was, of it was a dream. Was was a this dream. whole thing was a dream. Yeah. Yeah. We were sleeping so soundly yeah, right. on a yeah. sealy mattress <laughs> from Gord's Appliance and Mattress. I Center. forgot about that. I was and yawning I had, so much. And another one of the dreams I had, it turned into reality. It was just the fact that they're so generous and benevolent. And I just woke up with this tingling, in, in this warming of the cockles, thinking about how generous they are. At Gourds and their Gourds Giving Back program, every single month, every Mike, month, every you, month, you can apply online to win an appliance or multiple appliances if you're someone in need. So go online to GourdsCamloops.ca and listen back to this story because it got real wild. All right, next week, by the way, McDonald's. Can we get a bup 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 bup? <laughs> I'm going to present the first ever KLW McDonald's drive-through award. I've been going through if you see me on Instagram and just randomly talking to people and seeing who kind of has the best energy, who's yeah. the most bubbly. McDonald's drive-through. What can I do for you today? Well, I'd like to make an announcement if you don't mind. Absolutely, of course. I absolutely love McDonald's. I always have. It's like Christmas morning for me. Every morning I come to McDonald's because I get to shop local and have the best coffee in the world. Hey man, I make that stuff with love. I do. I'm going to drive through. I'm going to give him this award that includes uh, from McDonald's some Cineplex passes. I just tell him that he's doing a great job because he is. Uh, up next, though, incoming superintendent, Kamloops RCMP, Jeff Pelly on our show. And it's brought to you by Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center. Can you say cockles on this show? You can say cockles. <laughs>
Don't want the nine hour cycle, please. Freaking $500 hydro bill piece of trash. Yeah. I need to speak to Gord on the Niner. Hey, no, I'm actually Steve, the new owner. First things first, pal, you should probably update your sign. Number two, my dishwasher is mangled, tangled again. The nine hour cycle, hydro bill through the roof. You guys don't fix appliances, I know that, so I need a new one. We actually do fix appliances, but if you want, I can try some new ones first and have a look. You got a price in mind? Money is not an obstacle for me. <laughs> Money's definitely an obstacle. He's the cheapest guy in Kamloops. Ain't that right, Darby? Well, this here is gonna be your Cadillac model, top of the line. This is our middle of the road dishwasher, just a great dishwasher at a great price. This is our budget friendly model, still a great dishwasher, just at a bit of a lower price. Price doesn't work for me. Let's see if you can fix mine at home. Alrighty then. There you go. Seems to be good. How's the fridge working? The fridge is fine, Gord. It's Steve. Jeff Pelly, thank you for joining us uh, this morning. Great. Thank you for having me. What's your background with the city? Uh, my background with the city is I've been posted to uh, Kamloops for about the last year and a half. I'm currently the operations officer, so the number two to uh, Superintendent Leckie, and I oversee the operations of the Kamloops Municipal Detachment. I grew up in the area, out in the Cash Creek Ashcroft area. I went to uh, university or a college here. Um, and then I joined the RCMP from there. I had uh, transferred around the province, but I recently transferred in from uh, being the officer in charge of Williams Lake Detachment for nearly the previous uh, five years. And you are the incoming superintendent. That's correct. Uh, upon uh, Superintendent Leckie's departure, I'll be assuming his role as a, the officer in charge of Kamloops Detachment. It's a privilege and an honor. What are a few of your goals? Uh, a few of my goals are with respect to, um, you know, focusing on uh, reducing our, our crime and more specifically our person's crime, our, our uh, property crime and strategies around those. So we'll be focusing on certain uh, pillars involving uh, not only the enforcement, but the uh, prevention and intervention as well as uh, I, I see uh, um, community issues with respect to uh, property crime, uh, um, you know, the concerns about certain uh, individuals throughout uh, the community that are uh, continuously reoffending and brought before the uh, courts and uh, accountability. I think there was a fire this morning. I don't know how much you can tell us about it. I think it was near uh, Mayor-elect Reed Hammer Jackson's uh, place of business. Is there anything you can tell us about that? I, I can't tell you anything right now in that investigation's in its infancy and we'll be uh, doing a release here in short order with respect to that. So. Okay. With respect to, you mentioned, uh, and, and they call it the revolving door or prolific offenders who, who, who are released and they come out and in Vancouver just this week there's a big news about a guy gets released, he has 35 convictions and two hours later he's caught shoplifting 300 bucks worth of stuff. Um, I don't think the people generally know your hands and Crown Council and judges to a, to a lesser degree, their hands are kind of tied with Bill C-75. Does the public understand that as much as, much as they should? Well, I, I think there's varying degrees of, uh, of what, what is understood, and it's a case-by-case -case basis. Mm -hmm. And certain offenders, yeah, we've had extreme challenges with, and they may have an array of uh, offenses or convictions or be currently uh, before the courts under charge, and we're looking at strategies to uh, how we can enhance and be more productive with respect to the accountability of those uh, offenders and how we uh, ascertain evidence and put charges forward. But we do see offenders that do get released back into the public. Um, 
that is uh, a repeat offenders, yeah. as we see in, in the most current articles. And we impose uh, enforcement strategies and we uh, look at ways that we can uh, address them. If they're compliant, great. If they're not, that uh, they need to be accountable. Now, back in the day, when I first came to Kamloops, about 15 years ago, they, uh, the police department at the time instituted a prolific offender program. And um, at the time, they, they had a list, and I'm sure you still do, and they tried to target them by doing, uh, you know, court checks, by knocking on the door, curfew checks, stuff like that. How do you, is there a list of prolific offenders you guys know about? Because I've always been told that it's a very small number that, that, that are responsible for a very large percentage of the problems in the city. Well, it's, uh, it's not so much a list, but we do have a management, offender management program, mm -hmm. and we focus on these offenders, not only on the enforcement side, but we look at uh, other services that we can bring forward to these uh, offenders to see if we can uh, support them, whether there are root issues of uh, um, you know addiction, mm -hmm. mental health, uh, homelessness, uh, mm -hmm. But also, uh, we just have offenders that uh, continuously uh, commit crimes, and it's beyond the, the curfew checks and enforcement strategies that we look at right. to hold them fully accountable. So yes, we do have a, a offender management program, and we're gonna continue to be very diligent on that front. And we've just established the startup of our crime reduction unit uh, that uh, has uh, has been vacant for the last year based on uh, a number of factors and we currently have three officers into that unit and they're going to be focusing on these repeat offenders and there's many strategies that I look forward to uh, speaking to uh, including the successes as we move forward with this unit and as well as our frontline policing officers that do an extremely uh, um, do a great job on focusing on high-risk offenders separate from providing uh, a service uh, on calls for service to the community. So You mentioned that they're in the front line. I probably should ask you this off the top. There was a tragic uh, incident yesterday in Burnaby with, with an officer. Um, how much does it hurt? How much does it hurt to hear, to hear about those things? Well, certainly it hurts us a lot, right? It's unfortunate. Uh, um, it's uh, really hit home with our officers and uh, it's uh, um, it's uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the family, our uh, Burnaby members as well, and, and everyone that knows uh, uh, Constable uh, Yang as well. So um, again, uh, nobody expects uh, this to, to happen, and uh, you know uh, that's that's not what our uh, officers signed up for either. No, so it's brutal, brutal. Uh, the RCMP, obviously, you have to report to E Division and to Ottawa. How? How much input will you get or do, do, does the detachment get from City Council with those joint meetings as to what they want you to focus on? How does it differ from Municipal Police? Well, the Municipal Police, like you say, have the uh, Police Board. Um, we, we don't, but uh, we work very closely with our Mayor and Council. We work very closely with our uh, leadership throughout the region and we focus on uh, what the community issues are and there's accountability to our municipality and our mayor and council and our leadership with respect to our strategies. We provide quarterly reports and we uh, focus on what those strategies are, what the, the measures are, the outcomes and uh, how we reduce crime. So we're very engaged with them and uh, they, they do uh, have input and they work closely with us. And it's uh, based on what, what our uh, metrics are and what the requirements are, the challenges are and how we can work together to uh, reduce crime and make our community safer overall. We have a new mayor elect, Reed Hamer 
Jackson. What's your relationship like with him and what do you want that relationship to, to look like in the future? Well, I, I look forward to uh, working with the new mayor and council. Um, I had the opportunity to uh, uh, meet many of them uh, yesterday and uh, and uh, I will uh, miss working with the outgoing mayor and council as well. So again, it's in a transitional period and uh, I look forward to uh, providing that continuity and uh, uh, our strategies moving forward. So uh, again, I look forward to uh, presenting to them, working with them closely and hearing uh, what uh, um, the citizens have to say through their elected officials. So you are the incoming superintendent of the Kamloops RCMP. You have a history of, of in this area, regional area and local. Tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you like to do? What's your hobby? What's something that would surprise us about you? What's your family situation? Um, I, I, I'm married to a civilian member uh, of the RCMP. I have two, uh, two children. We live here in Kamloops. Uh, we both lived uh, back here in 2003 to 2006 where I was a frontline constable. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm very involved and I like to uh, um, uh, play uh, baseball, dirt biking, uh, you know, uh, uh, water sports as yeah, well. Good, good location so, there, yeah. Good location. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm just ecstatic to be back in Kamloops. I was... Uh, um, I was sad to leave Kamloops, but we left uh, just given uh, uh, some um, uh, personal reasons and a, and a job amalgamation into another community that mm -hmm. uh, pulled us away from this community. Uh, I guess it would be uh, now, uh, you know, 16 years ago, 17 years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, I was excited to come back here. And uh, I really look forward to uh, um, some some long-term engagement here with this community in my uh, in my current role and my new role and uh, uh, again it's uh, it's going to be fantastic and it's a uh, it's amazing the work that our uh, officers have done here I have met some great officers it's their first posting um, uh, second posting and there's still some officers here that that when I was here previously that are still here so it's yeah. uh, it's really uh, neat to come full circle and, and again um, um, I won't have all the answers, but I'm certainly uh, looking forward to uh, having a comprehensive strategy on how we move forward and the collaboration with some of our agencies. And uh, it, it can't be just a policing issue. It's uh, a community issue and uh, how uh, some of the relationships that are already in place and have been fostered are amazing on uh, the effectiveness that contribute to our strategic direction in uh, reducing crime. So I do look forward to uh, continuing that and look forward to expanding on some of the programs in the future and when we, uh, when, when you're ready to discuss those. So Yeah, for sure. Just one more on Reed. He likes to be in contact with us. He likes to text and call. You've got two phones there. Has he, has he been blowing up your phone yet, Reed, with ideas for what he wants to do? <laughs> no, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. How many Reed texts are on four, those phones? <laughs> I have 4 a.m. Reed texts. You're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, like I say, I look forward to uh, uh, connecting with uh, mayor and council and, and the future uh, relationship and our um, strategic plan moving forward. So uh, I, again, so I, I certainly thank you for the time. And, yep. uh, One last request from the media and then not just us, but all the media. Do not let Crystal Evelyn go from that media liaison role. <laughs> she's, she's, she's fantastic. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Duly noted. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Appreciate thank it. you very much. Morning, what can I get for you today? Good morning, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm fantastic, I'd like to make an announcement and it goes like this, I love McDonald's flat out. And I love the coffee and I love shopping local right here at McDonald's. <laughs> 
same hair I work over here I eat a lot of McDonald's as well oh man you sound bubbly today you sound bubbly <laughs> so I'd love to make an order right now of your famous coffee two medium coffees please both with two cream anything else no I just want to say have a great day though same to you oh. I will see you again at first minute Thank you. <laughs> okay bye Mayor-elect Reed Hammer Jackson, thanks for joining us today. Let's get right to it. Fire, 6 a.m. this morning. What happened? I got a call from uh, Angelo from across the street at Riverside Auto and said that uh, there's a fire on the lot. And so I went uh, to my cameras and I'm usually I usually wake up, but I was I was texting everybody that's um, call, text me. I got like four or well, five hundred texts. Yeah, yeah, so I think I might even text you. Yeah, you texted me. Yeah, I apologize. Four, four in the morning. It's the four a.m. read text, honey. <laughs> Don't hold on. Well, I just honey. want to get back to everybody. You can't do it through the day. I know. I, I've I never know. had and that you, many texts in my life. I know. Yeah. So I want to get a hold of everybody. But anyways, um, so anyway, there, uh, there. Sure enough, there's a fire. You look at my cameras, and there's fire trucks and one of the vehicles on my lots. It's burnt right out so yeah you don't know what happened though you haven't checked the tapes or? there's why well, I, I kind of look there's a lot of activity around there a lot of times when the guys get locked people lo uh, get locked out of the shelters um you know it's getting cold like they, they need some place to go so the back window smash out so sometimes people go in there and sleep As a matter of fact there's a wheelchair behind this burnt out wheelchair behind the the uh, vehicle so um and sometimes they'll go in there and sleep because they're they're cold and mm -hmm. you know it's, it's uh it's brutal. You know, we got a shelter across the street. I mean, last time I called over and uh, talked to uh, Cheryl Matheson, she's the intake person for uh, CMHA. CMHA yeah. yeah, and I called her and uh, and she said, um, call the police. And I said, well, no, they're just looking for a place to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, and then another time I called her and she says, oh, they say that you're encouraging them to, to do that because they're looking, looking for your support. <laughs> I've had 95 police files. You think, go look at my place, okay? Like, this well, is not... <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. No, that's, that's, that's weird. Um, so what are your thoughts? You're, uh, you're, you're, on, um, you're elected. You have a team of council members there. Um, what are your thoughts on the, the makeup of council and how you're going to work with them? Well, I think I'll work with them good. Some, some, mm -hmm. some you know, it's just, like a, it's just like a team, right? You don't have everybody on the same page. And, I mean, again... I'll, I'll mention Dale Bass's name. I mean, I think she uh, deserves to give me an apology, and mm -hmm. I had no intentions of starting any in concentration camps. It's all, and she knows that. It's about recovery, and you know, we'll build a team. I mean, and I think we'll build a better team than they had because you know, it's like we, us. If we're on the same team, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, he's a quarterback. Okay, so at the end, he's going to retire. So now, do we all think we're going to be the quarterback? You groom someone to be quarterback. Right. So why would they have three all running for mayor to be quarterback and some other guy sneaks in, he's the quarterback? Mm. So now how good a team? You'd think they would have talked about that a little bit, okay? little little strategy because we know that he's a better quarterback than you are. Mm. I mean, you always want to be the quarterback, but, you know, he, but three of them? You, you kind of come in all guns a-blazing here, though, right? I heard John and L last night, and I, I chuckled a couple times, but you kind of <laughs> suggested that um, some of the team members are a little bit weaker than the other ones. I mean, are you concerned about how that's going to resonate with, the, with some of the council members, some of the comments that you that you kind of come in all guns a-blazing with? Well, I don't know. Katie Newhauser just texted me this morning, and... Uh, so I'm having lunch with Stephen Carpuck at noon and uh, met with Kelly Hall, talked to Kelly up there. Mm -hmm. Me and Bill Sry are going to go for a, 
a drive. You know, had, I gave him an option. I said, because me and Bill have had a little bit out there. We've known each other for a long time. And mm -hmm. so I said, well, let's do one of two things. Let's go fishing or let's go for a drive in the vehicle. Because at 100 kilometers an hour, you're not going to be jumping out. You could talk okay? about things. Eh? So anyway, he picked he picked going for the ride. So I, I think he doesn't like swimming or something. Okay. Anyway, I'm just joking. Well, so are you, um, so, so okay, so on that note, this dovetails into another question that I have. So you, you, you uh, Katie Newstater called you. You talked to Kelly Hall. Uh, Bill Sarai, Stephen Carbuck and lunch and Carbuck was one of the ones who mentioned the street issues as one of his main focuses as he drives his bike every day from Brock to Aberdeen. My question is of the eight elected councillors who would you identify as allies in what you want to get done especially with respect to the social disorder? Well, I think number one is is Dale Bass. I mean, I, you know, all these facilities that we have, they're all built with day lodges. If you go back and check all our newspaper articles, and, and I, I go through the buildings. I'm, I've mm -hmm. supported these buildings, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, they, you know, they always claim wraparound service. And everything. They've got day lodges in every building. Mm -hmm. There's there's areas in behind the buildings where there's day lounges mm -hmm. and lodges. And there's, I mean, look at the Spiro House. There's a full parking lot that's empty. Yeah. They could they could do that there. So to, to open up day lodges across from City Hall, and, and everybody can see how it's working. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can uh, we can get, um, you know, one of the no, social yeah, housing yeah. and development guys to do a report and go, oh, it's successful. Well, success to me would be that so many people went to that facility and so many people got help. Mm -hmm. Or they, you know, guys that wanted to go. And like I've said, I mean, one day, you know, right beside that vehicle that just got burnt, three guys come out of the Emerald Shelter, one guy from Winnipeg, one guy from Terrace, and one guy from Vancouver, and they all wanted to go back home. Mm -hmm. Well, if they want to go back home, what? I mean, they've got facilities like in Winnipeg, Scott yeah. Oak. No, uh, Scott it, Oak's it, son, Bruce yeah. Oak, died we, of an overdose. They got the we talked about that. Yeah. There. But who? But who on council? Are there any on council specifically you think that would would, would help you attain your goals? And and uh, of those, Carpuck, Sarai. I think most of them. Yeah. And and there are goals. We're we're a team, right? Yes. They're going to be there. I think there are goals. I think that everybody ran on for a lot of safety of the community. I mean, look at, I've been doing this for four years. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've been preaching the, that mm -hmm. for four years. And the last week of the campaign, everybody was doing it. Well, I think every candidate told us that that was the number one issue they, they encountered, except for Rio, who wanted the potholes filled. But anyway, <laughs> right. I mean, can, can you be a leader said, yeah. that's going to bring people together on council to get things accomplished? You bet. You bet I can. This seems a bit divisive right now with the, the, the Dale Bass talk. You know, why didn't you go to the council well, meeting yesterday? <clears throat> well, number one, I, I was actually watching some of the council meeting, but but the citizens of the community are the people that elected me. And when I've got 400 uh, texts and messages and everything like that, I've been to council meetings. I mean, for me to sit there, what was I going to do there? Well, well, it was the last pay, meeting. Pay your respects to the former mayor and the council. It's, it's sort of like the, the, the and show a united the, front the for, the, for the new one, for yeah. the five new ones. Well, why didn't they invite me? But I thought you were invited. Were you not invited? No, I wasn't invited. I was told that all the uh, incoming councillors and you were were invited by the outgoing council. Well, I'd like to see the emails or the text. Maybe you got actually, lost you know in what? Your text. Hang on, it could be because my my phone is buzzing right now as we speak. So I I was down to 132 out of 400 this morning, but ever since the fire, it's gone back up to. Um, so I'm probably going to be. I won't be texting you anymore because I know that I got back to you. But I don't know if you did. Did you text me? No, I didn't. Okay. No, so but, if anybody uh, did, I really do apologize okay, no, I get that, that not getting because they're 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 bigger, you know. And I've talked to Dennis Walsh and yep. and I've talked to Bill and stuff. So I mean, I didn't. Have, what am I going to do there? Sit there all day and while well, my phone's buzzing, so I got up. The 500 Texas? I don't know. People just noticed the other five were there and you weren't there. That's what we're saying. And I respect that. Yeah, That's okay. good. They, maybe they didn't get as many Texas as I did. Perhaps. Perhaps. So. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, you run a successful business downtown and you're going to be mayor. 
mayor is more than a full-time job. So A, do you have someone looking after that business? And how are you going to deal with any conflict of interest issues? By that I mean, you know, that area impacts your business, but as mayor, you're going to be, you have to be careful about what you can and cannot vote on because of the, you know, personal gain. So have you thought about all that? Oh yeah, my, my doors have been locked for three years mm -hmm. due to all of what's happened here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got somebody down there now, and, and my, my hopes is to get other employees, but today I can't hire employees because, you know, um, something will happen. Like, but someone's you know, going to have to run your business. You can't run yeah, a business and be mayor, somebody's, right? Somebody's there now, yeah, okay, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. But um, the other thing, too, is um, um, there, there's a lot of things already in place that won't be conflict because, you know, we've got documentation from 2020 mm -hmm. that these buildings were supposed to be having wraparound service. I mean, I helped, I was part of a motion that got put forward in March of 2021 with Bill Sarai where 10 motions were put forward. It was yeah. an eight nothing vote. I remember and you know what's happened to those? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, nope. so we don't even have to go to council. It's this stuff is already in place. I mean, um, Todd uh, Stone and Peter Millibar argued our street in the legislature yes. with Selena Robertson in in 2020, and I think it was June of 2020, and she said she was going to do a review. I've already got a letter into David Eby for a third party review yes, of I'm all the sure. drug houses, motels, hotels, the operators, reviews, of, operators of these places. You want a review of the operators a, a, a of these places? A review of all the motels, yeah. hotels with Ask Wellness and CMHA, yeah. mm -hmm. and this review is not. It's for the residents and clients in the building because sure. I tell you, a guy that I knew just got run over by a train that's a Rose Thorn resident, oh, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, his mom actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, um, and also for the staff, because I've talked to a lot of staff, they're fearing when they go to work, okay. and for the surrounding community. Okay, on you know, that Maybe note, not for Bob, but on, the, but the on employees. On that note, have you met, or are you going to meet with Bob Hughes of Ask Wellness? Because you have been very critical of Ask Wellness Society. Bob Hughes is executive director. Have you, or are you going to reach out and uh, take him for a long drive or I, lunch? No. <laughs> I don't know if me and Bob, that drive would be very good. I actually, <laughs> I actually got, I have that text, the last text I had from Bob, and we were trying in 2020, I was trying to get Bob down to talk to the West Victoria Street group because I was elected the voice, you know, mm -hmm. when everybody says outspoken, well, I was the voice of West you Victoria the Street. the of all the people. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So I have a text from Bob, and Bob says, no, I'm not going to meet with you. I don't like the way you asked me how much money I made, mm -hmm. and I don't like the way that you, you you had dialogue with Alfred Achoba and I said what are you talking about mm -hmm. and I and I said you know I also told him that I was uh, getting texts from friends in Penticton because that's when he was trying yeah. to do another yeah. another another drug house in Penticton well, social uh, social housing there. <laughs> I, I, no no uh, harm reduction harm reduction that's sorry right. I know well, but I, people when you say harm reduction though people don't have a clue what well, yeah, okay, they think yes. it's a good thing it's, and, it's, and it's, it is it's, good they call it a wet place where you can use drugs while trying to okay. get better okay that's what I'll use yeah. I'll use what you want with it. No, I'm just saying that's what that's how city managers that was an effective part of your campaign was talking about city managers you talked about some salaries and their qualifications, but are you concerned about those relationships now that maybe you've got off on the wrong foot with some of these city managers? No, I think that uh, the ones that are I'm on the wrong foot with are the ones that need to be qualified. They need to we need to check their qualifications. I mean, I mean the CSO department picked up you know before the election's over, picked up 25. I only made 40 signs. Picked up our signs, like just picked them up. Like we've got identification on them and everything, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, just picked them up, and they had to put some back too because they thought they weren't in the right spot. But, you know, anyway. So, you know, I'll be meeting with uh, David Tronwin. As a matter of fact, David Tronwin, I, I think, is a nice guy. And he's the CAO, and, and I'm going to be meeting with him. As a matter of fact, he came over to our... Uh, Mount Paul Golf Course. I Mount think. Paul Golf Course and shook my hand, and I said, hey, can you stay for a drink? And he did, but then I got tied up with the media. I was, yeah. was kind of... Yeah, Michael was grilling you outside, yeah, and, and yeah. Victor and all the oh, others. Oh, and yeah. Chad yeah. And, and Marcello and, yeah. and Kristen. So, yeah. so I was out there for an hour and a half, so... 
I'm thinking he didn't want to stick around. Mayor Ken Christian and uh, Mayor Hamer Jackson, what are some of the main differences that, that people are going to see between those two? Well, uh, one big difference is uh, he, t he talks a lot better. He's got some really, really good words, like uh, anecdotally. <laughs> you know what an anecdotally is? Yes, yeah, yes, it's like yes. a story that it yeah. illustrates yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, it's not real factual, right? Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, it's not statistics. You could say, hey, yeah. there's no crime because I walked down the street and I didn't get mugged, but that's yeah. anecdotal. It's yeah, not statistical. That's right. Yeah. He's got lots of fancy words. And the other thing between myself and him is he lives up in Juniper, yes. okay? Mm -hmm. I've had 95 police files. 80-90% mm -hmm. of those people are from out of town. Mm -hmm. He still believes that all the people that are that are, are creating all this stuff are, are all from Kamloops. And uh, I mean, I'll never forget Texan one time and and, uh, and uh, there was a guy moving in. They could make it public that this guy was moving to Kamloops and he was a rapist or a murderer or something mm -hmm. like that. I said, and I texted to him and I said, Ken, look at this. And you know, his re reply back to me was, well, I moved from Kelowna. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you know, like, so I know because I've, I've well, I think been doing this for 12 years. I know on, on people that, are coming from all over. Well, on that note, I mean, I mean, there has been no proof that Ask Wellness. There's rumors on social media, Ask Wellness buses people in. There's no proof about that. And I tell people that I say, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Until you can prove it happens, it's an urban myth. But the other thing is when they do that point in time count, you know, when they every year they count. Well, No, they don't every year. They, well, did, it, they did it. Well, well, when they do it, they ask people where they're from. And we did that too when we went out and did our homeless profiles. And we talked to 36 people this year. 11 agreed to be in the paper. And of those 36, none of them said they were bust or brought here. Some came here for reasons. You know, the girlfriend broke up and stuff like this. Let's now get my, one thing straight. Yeah. I have never said that they were busted. No, no, I'm saying on, yeah, online. Yeah, people say people, that. Yeah, when I had yeah. a nurse tell me that just yeah. recently, people say that. But, but they're just repeating but this But I've rumor. never said that. No. I've never said that. But what I do know for sure mm -hmm. is that um, on, and I have documentation to it. I will get it to you. Mm -hmm. And if I have a car dealership and I have no government subsidized cars, mm -hmm. I've got 200 people wanting government subsidized cars. I've got no government subsidized car, cars coming. Why would I put on my Facebook page to come for government subsidized cars? Well, you show so me. You show I, me that stuff. That's right. I yeah. did quite a while ago. Yeah. yeah. So that's an invite. They all got phones. I mean, they. All, they all, I mean, you guys. I get up in the middle of the night. I put my hoodie on. I don't shave, and I talk to the guys on the street. And I mean, when I get a guy from Winnipeg, he says, "Reed, I come from Winnipeg." He said, "You guys have the best free food, the best free drugs." He said. You got the best uh, free housing. And he also, he said to me, he says, and you guys got a motorhome that'll come around and give us drinks, eh? I said, yeah, I think we got two. We, we, you know, we had a, you had a <laughs> chuckle at Ken Christian and the fancy words things, but I think a lot of people would say that he's represented us fairly well in public yeah, spaces because of those words. Yeah. I mean, do you, can you do that? Can you represent us well when you're in, you know, dealing, um, dealing with the forums the, the, and the, the premier, the first nation's Prime community Minister, and, and Roseanne Casimir. Can, can you, well, can you, ca yeah, I've met with Roseanne Casimir. Yeah. Matter of fact, she came up, I drove her up to Vision Quest. She came with me oh, and yeah. hey, I'm not going to be as polished, you know, no, but I, but I mean, I'm, I'm meeting a, a guy that I grew up with. Um, he's the mayor, was the mayor of, um, uh, Victoria and he's coming up next week and, you know, he's going to help me out, and mm -hmm. you know, the mayor of uh, of uh, Penticton, he's mm -hmm. helped me out, and he says just be be you. Your and, son and mentioned that you. Your son mentioned that he learned from you about always to be learning. So you you do plan to do uh, a lot of learning. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning every day, every minute. Do you want to be called the the hammer in the media? Or do I don't do care. you like you that? You call me hammer, reader, <laughs> hammer. My friends call me hammer. It depends what <laughs> depends what we're doing, right? <laughs> you know, no. it all depends. Anything else? 
No, I just, I just, I think it's going to be an interesting term. Um, I, I think. Uh, what about outside of street? Like a couple more issues yeah. that you're really passionate about outside of the street issues. Well, you know, I've, I've actually been to council and, and and talking about parking, and I've talked about housing, and I've talked about transportation. I, I've, I've, I've rode the bus for a month. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you guys know, I was yeah. in front of council in June. In June, you I rode the bus. Them all. Yeah. I, 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 um, what I say to them, I said, uh, I encourage all of you, including mm-hmm. the senior managers, to to ride the bus for a month in the summer and ride the bus for the month in the winter. To see what it's like to get around on a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it's not good. I mean, I'm, I'm getting old, okay? If I was in the middle of the summer, I'd be dead waiting for the bus. Well, and it's, take... not because of the, it's not because of the drivers. No, it's just the routes and everything, the well, funding well, and, and all the, that. And the, they're short-staffed yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. You know, yep. I just learned, matter of fact, I was late last night for the hockey game because I was talking to a couple of firemen, and that's what I do. I talk to people, and I talked to a couple of firemen. I thought the biggest thing was that, because uh, I talked to another fireman who thought the renovations, they need more renovations. But right now, the fire department, their staffing is bad, and it's mm-hmm. a very dangerous situation. Well, they're you know? hiring. they got yeah. ads out there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I mean I'm just... Uh, I've just talked to another guy who I, I you know, we, we, we have an environmental d- disaster in the making here right now and what I'm dealing with right now in, Where? And in Valley View, right, right uh, beside Top 40 there. Okay. Yeah. Go, go down there and have a look at the, the um, what's it, I think it's called a terror or something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've got right on the edge of the river, you guys, yeah. we've got this, like it's crazy, like plastics are going in the river and everything. The, I went, if you go walk down there right now and look at the fences, it's one of those kind of orange fences, you know, that catch skiers yeah. when they yeah, yeah, get yeah, loose yeah, on yeah, the downhill. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just, it's overblown. Like, it's we got to do something about so that. So there's like, issues and it's, and you want to tackle as yeah, mayor. This and is and one of them. And it's like a kilometer or two away from the intake, from the city water intake. The water intake. that we drink. I, yeah. guess I think we need a cohesive unit for that. We need a, You guys need to be a cohesive unit. So we, we <coughs> talked about the whole Dale Bassing. Do we want to bring up the Dale Bassing? Of course it'll play well on our show, but is it just sensational? So here's what I hope. I hope you can. I hope you can. See, you, you want an apology? I hope you guys I would. You guys just bury the hatchet, work together. We don't need a shit show. We don't need a shit well, show. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If somebody else does that to somebody else, and I'm the mayor, it's just wrong. Because it's, it's very dangerous. You guys don't know, but I had threats, mm. okay? Because when you're in the middle of... Threats th- after, after what Dale had said? Sure. Mm. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, if you were... What, what kind of threats? Well, if you're... Well, like... Death threats. <laughs> yeah. Threats, yeah. Okay. yeah. You know? Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to cry about it or nothing yeah. like that. I mean... Just like the other day, I had a guy got text to a guy, and this one guy said that he has a gun. Well, I don't care. It's not the first time I've been threatened with a gun or a knife, you know? Yeah. Okay, we'll finish <laughs> on a lighter note. Um, your son making his comeback. How excited are you to see him um, hopefully wear the Warriors jersey again? Really, yeah, he's doing a good job. He's, he's, he focused himself. You know, a couple of years back, he, he learned that he's going to have to focus, and he's done a really good job of that. He, I mean, he was top five in the NLL for his first year. Of uh, on, on for face-offs, face-offs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a face-off guy. So Blues and he's doing really bad, good. Uh, yeah, surgery, meniscus. But you know, he's got really good. I mean, they're they're owned by the Canucks, right? So yeah. he goes in there. He's got all the physios, same as them. But I mean, he's worked really hard, and I'm really proud of him. And and uh, um, he's he's actually doing things. He's teaching kids. Uh, is he, is lacro- he, is he face-off hard, caps. Is he a bit hard-headed, like you. A bit hard-headed. You think? I, I think you gotta be if you're six. If you're five foot six, not six foot five in the yeah. in the NLL, you gotta you gotta be a little bit harder. <laughs> I think time. so. We, we should mention it's Tyrell Hamer Jackson plays for the National Lacrosse League Professional Vancouver yeah. Warriors. Um, December third opener, December uh, 3rd Toronto. Opener. Uh, as right. long as he makes the team, and I think he's probably got, got a good shot of making the team. Yeah, well, he was a top five in the NLL yeah. for for faceoff. So as long as his knee is, is yeah, as long good. as he it's good. Yeah, but he's got he's got really good help there. So you know he's and I mean he's also he teaches kids lacrosse. He's got lacrosse camps. And yeah, stuff and he's like that. 
big deal on TikTok, running on tugboats. We had yeah. him on the show. Mm -hmm. I think he had like 12 minute million. Oh, by the way, the last time you guys had me on the show and I was going like this, mm -hmm. right? Yep. That was the guy in the picture was Ryan Smith, okay? Smitty from he yeah, was yeah. Edmonton Oil, Team Cap Canada. <laughs> Captain Canada. But what happened, yeah. I was at a charity golf tournament, Mark Recchi charity golf tournament, yeah. and what happened was the one hole that we went to, if you were like here, you had to putt with a hockey stick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so anyway, and I'm a terrible golfer, okay? <laughs> but anyway, I hit the ball with a hockey stick like, I don't know, 40, 50 feet, and it went in. Oh, okay. So I'm cheering, <laughs> and, every, and I'm in the paper, and, and here's Ryan Smith, he's Team Canada guy, and they're, they're taking a picture you, of me. I know you were trying to get us to track that photo down. I couldn't find it. So I, I couldn't find it. Did I, you get I, it? I got the photo, but not the story, yeah. Okay, yeah. And know. thanks for the apology. That was a really good apology. Oh, yeah, I, I still think you're a bit out to lunch on that, but we did make a mistake. Okay, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. Final thoughts from you, anything? Uh, no, I'd just like to thank the community, and, and I'll get your texts back to you, and, and I will be in the, the council meetings when I'm supposed to, and it won't be a 9-to-5 mayor. What about you, Mike? What, you got a question for Reed before we let him go? Uh, you know, I, I'm always all about the uh, the music and entertainment side of things, and and I want you. I, the obviously the issues that we have within our community is really important, um, and what you're tackling is, is really important. But uh, don't forget about music because we're not just tournament capital of Canada, but we're also music capital. Um, we're the music capital of Canada. Is that well, a, is hey, a hey listen, that listen. I've got bigger. <laughs> hey, I've got bigger. I've got bigger thoughts for that than than what you might think. Perfect. I have. I have. I want to get. I want to have a an arts. A convention, recreation, and cultural center together with huge parking because we don't want to go small. We want to. We don't want to keep making the same mistakes. I mean, look at Memorial Arena. Look at Interior Savings. Okay, where's everybody parking? I want it to be like Penticton or in Saskatchewan because I go to more concerts in Penticton than I do here. We need to have it all together. I feel in a big parking platform. You know where where you're included in it. Where you're included. In it. Anybody in the arts or music, we include more people in it, and we go to the provincial and federal government. For millions of dollars, and I and I want to talk to the the uh, to Kamloops about it also. You know, I I've been in talks with them a little bit. You know, I, I was just meeting with one, you know, just before I got here. I was almost late, but I would like something to be to be bigger and provincial, federal government money. I think that we're we're due to be instead of me going to Penticton. How about how about Kelowna come to Kamloops? Mm. How about how about people coming from Prince George or Saskatchewan or what? They'll come wherever if you get the stuff going, as you know. I mean, look at look at your I, guitars. I've set up in uh, most of these venues, and, and I'd be happy to uh, help out and, and a bigger vision. I'm always into. Yeah, for sure. There you sure. go. That's, there you that's go. Okay. You can thank wrap you. Thank you. Yeah, you, you, you ever shop at New Leaf Produce Market? I sure do. Okay. Well, thank you, and thank you to New Leaf for sponsoring our show. Reed, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks very much, thank guys. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, mics are on. Folds with us. Yeah. Some people are going to see that interview and they're going to think, oh my goodness, this is going to be a shit show. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Some people are going to see that interview and, and be like, I like this guy. And some people are going to say, uh, why weren't they harder on him? Well, there's nothing to be hard on yet until he starts acting as mayor and making decisions. We've already done a lot about the controversial <coughs> controversy regarding his ideas. And uh, me and him have butted head lots on the phone before this because he's quite determined to always keep that in the news, you know, his idea about the rehab facility. But like you it mentioned... It can be borderline overbearing. It can be. And, um, and I've and dealt with that too with him with sports stuff in and, the past. And, and I think Reed will learn as he gets on how, how to be, you know, how to, how to better manage as a mayor. He'll have to learn that because it's going to be a lot of people wanting his time and he's going to need to do a lot more stuff than 
but you mentioned too, there's other issues, and, and, and I'm glad that we asked him about that. Parking, it's mundane but important issues, parking, transportation. His art center idea is interesting. I, th I find that very interesting. That was like a super ultra center, not even just art. Yeah, so he wants to go big or go home, right? So yeah. there's a lot more to it than just that whole street issue thing. And I think, um, like you said, I, you hope we all hope that they work together. Yeah. But it could be, it could be, like you it say, could be explosive. It, it could, could be. Maybe he'll just be a man of his word and try and work together with with the council. We can only wait and see, right? That's yeah. all we can do. Yeah. I thought it was a really good interview. I, th I thought he uh, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff unpacked there. Something going on? Uh, no, I'm really glad that it was you guys interviewing because uh, I thought you guys did a really uh, great job sticking to the points and asking the questions that. Uh, I tried. He kind of danced around the ones. Yeah. I mean, I tried about the, the council and divisiveness and the Dale Bass stuff. And well, he just wants an apology. He apparently. wants an apology. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll see what Dale does. Okay. This weekend, if you're into sports, which Mike is, you love sports. I love Mike. sports. Just Almost love. more than I love music. Yeah. It's so close. The Blazers are playing. Uh, Wolfpack. Let's talk about the Wolfpack, the yes. soccer team, the girls' soccer team, women's soccer team. For the first time <coughs> since 2015, they're in the playoffs. Saturday night at Hillside Stadium. Hosting, hosting a playoff game, and it was, it was a very pleasant surprise because they had a really good season. Mm -hmm. If you don't like soccer, volleyball going on at the same time, the men's and women's teams. They opened the season at home. Brandon, right? Against Brandon. TCC, yeah. Friday and Saturday night. That's right. That's what right. else? Uh, what else is happening this weekend? Uh, well, it's going to start raining, thank goodness. So it's a good time to maybe put out your patio, put your patio, patio furniture away, and <laughs> come here for your weather. Gra grab a, get gra your patio, grab a furniture. book, and uh, and curl up because it's going to get down to what ten and twelve degrees. This is yeah. be totally different than it has been, which is good, I think. Yeah, the summer weather is uh, over, mm -hmm. but it's always bright and shiny at New Leaf Produce Market, isn't it? And at Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center, I forgot to mention they're hiring drivers, uh, delivery right. people, delivery people at Gord's. So uh, Greg, the engineer. If you get fired, uh, you can <laughs> perhaps supply, Bill. Uh, okay, and to McDonald's. But up, 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 up. We were that was almost in harmony. <laughs> yeah, it was close. For Chris, for Greg the engineer, for Magic Mike, for Bill, I'm Marty. We'll see you last week. Lost. 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 Lost.